Hello, everybody, and welcome back to You Are Good Enough. This is your host, Kimberly Bell. Oh, I am super psyched to deliver a podcast to you. This was a request, and it is related to online dating. <laughs> and it's funny, as I was kind of feeling into this and thinking about it and getting, you know, practical about it, my intention here is always to provide a, a safe space where we can discuss, have a conversation, and hopefully you receive some, uh, you know, healing, some new perspectives, some, you know, looking at things differently, which is new perspective, but really able to allow yourself in the energy of my voice and our connection here, as we are co-creating here, we are coming together, whoever is listening to this podcast, we're doing this together. I'm supporting you in this space for you to feel a little more comfortable to start to look at yourself and to look at things. And online dating is can be a touchy one. And I really want to, this may be a two-parter, I'm not quite sure. I have taken notes, but I feel as though I was guided to just deliver what I have so far and see where this podcast goes, okay? So first and foremost, I want to talk about my experience because I have had experience with online dating. I remember two of my dearest friends um, at a Super Bowl party, nonetheless. I made a decision after my separation back in 2011 I was so exhausted. I couldn't even imagine going into a relationship, to be perfectly honest, talking to a man at that time because of what my experience had been in my relationship and the projections that I had put upon it. So projections through my wounded eyes were the way that I was looking at it was I'm exhausted. This marriage has taken everything out of me, like all those stories that we tell ourselves, right? And to be honest with you, that's not the truth. But that's where I was at that time. So long story short, everyone was kind of like, Kim, Kim, you got, you got to date again. I mean, like, how long are you going to put this off? And so I will never forget at a Super Bowl party, my girlfriends are like, okay, let's go on eHarmony. We're going to write you a, uh, you know, a bio and do the whole thing. So I allowed this, right? Um, because I was dragging my feet. And to be honest with you, uh, I've done the online dating in between a few relationships. So that's the first time I did it. And then I also decided to enter the ring of online dating after a big breakup that I had in 2016. I was trying to climb my way out of heartache and heartbreak. And I really thought that being with other people might make me feel better and might, you know, make it so that I'll be happy again, like all of these things, more projections, right? And so this has really been a fantastic learning tool for me to experience the world of online dating and to be able to look at it. And, you know, I work with clients and now I have such, I feel like an inner awareness of this and I'm excited to bring this to you. All right, my experience. My experience was that, 
and I was, what are, what are, let's look at our, the way we're looking at online dating. First of all, what are we hoping to find? Oh, the partner of our dreams, <laughs> right? Someone who's going to love us and someone who's going to think we're super cool and someone who we can have the happily ever after with, right? That's how we initially, I think we go into this process. Well, what did I find with that first experience? And I was hoping to find the partner because I was really clear on the partner who I was calling into myself. I was clear on the partner I wanted to experience life with. And I had made a list of what this man looked like, what he felt like, how he was going to be with my children and my family and how he was going to feel for me and what we were going to co-create together. And I will tell you, I created that exact person to come into my life. And it wasn't through the online dating. So that's a great exercise to do. And I know I've done another podcast on that. What my experience was with this first was that people have their pictures on their profiles and you get super excited because let's face it, online dating, you're choosing from how someone looks right? That's, that is, I'm going to say 90 97% of what we go on is how someone looks. That's what we think is happening. It's really an energy, but that's what we think. We'll read the information, but if we see information in their bio that hits us funny, we're going to bypass that if they look good and we feel like they may be attractive to us, for us, right? All of that. And what I discovered was that when we were dating and we were meeting in person for the first time, these people often were looking 10 years older than their pictures. I think that's just the way it is. I'm, I'm not gonna go to men versus women and this, that, and the other, but that was my experience, okay? And it's a weird thing, right? I can remember a couple of dates. Knowing very early on, my intuition was like, ooh, this is, you know, Pay attention to these things because they're not like who you are. But I kept going along with it because I wanted something to do on a Saturday night and I didn't want to be alone and all of these things that we do. So during that period of time, it kind of, I got frustrated and I decided to completely let it go. And I actually had two different relationships. I had that one that I was just telling you about after that. Um, but before that, I had a different relationship. Um, it wasn't truly a relationship. It was, uh, you know, it was, let's call it a casual connection. And I thought, oh, that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> and I realized that wasn't what I was looking for. But you know what? We're learning, people. We're learning. We're discovering. We're figuring it out. We're learning about our needs, what our real needs are versus what we think our needs are. And so I'm just being a little raw and real with my own experience. But I want to talk about what I've learned. What I've learned is through the online dating as a whole is that it brings up our core fears. What are some core fears? I'm going to talk about two specifically here today. One core fear I believe it brings up is the fear of being alone. The other core fear I believe it brings up is what are people thinking about me? What are they saying about me? The fear of judgment, the fear of being criticized, 
the fear of not being valued by others, all of that. At the end of the day, it's fear. Let's talk about afraid of being alone because this is a global fear for all of us. And honestly, the reason we have this fear of being alone is because at the underneath that one, I believe, is the fear of not being worthy of a partner, of a relationship where we can feel safe, loved, cherished, adored, accepted for who we are. So let's talk about afraid of being alone. What that does for us, I believe is, well, it really, it, it jars these things, right? It really rubs these things so that they come to the forefront and we get the information, but what we do with that information is really up to us. We are in a time in this world now where when we get uncomfortable, we're supposed to be getting curious about why. But if you're still not to that point of your curiosity and getting curious about you and why you do things and you know why you feel certain ways, then you might not take the information. But I am appealing to you to say, now's the time. You're gonna feel better if you start getting curious about yourself. And to be honest with you, we're all the same here. Okay, so you don't have to worry that you're weird and nobody else is. We all are, if you want to look at it like that, or we all are not. So whatever your experience is and all your insecurities, listen to me. There's nothing wrong with you. You're here to take a look at those. Be brave enough to do that. It's an illusion that there's something wrong with you. You're an invaluable piece to this beautiful tapestry in our universe called life. And you are also necessary to the whole. Your journey supports all of our journeys. We co-create together. We are changing the world. And how we change the world the most is by each of us going within ourselves to actually begin that change. And that's how we change things globally, right? And that's how we change things universally and beyond and beyond and beyond. So being afraid, having the fear of being alone, we're not used to it. That's one thing. But honestly, it's like, what if I have to do life alone? Think about that. What if I have to do life alone? You're alone with your thoughts if you have to do life alone. That's awfully scary. And most of that's subconscious. We have been projected upon by our world, our society, that you're not supposed to be alone. And not only are you not supposed to be alone, but you're supposed to be highly codependent on another person and you're supposed to be doing things all the time. It's so it hasn't been promoted to be quiet <laughs> within yourself and to get to know yourself and to focus on self first versus relationship. We teach our children that there is a specific order in this life and that is you date, and that's important to date, because if you don't date, somebody's gonna think something's wrong with you. You might not be desirable. And you go along in the relationship, and then you get married, and then you have children, right? There's this order. So what we're doing, when we start to have conversations like this, we're changing the order. We're allowing humanity to make new choices for themselves, and to know that it's okay to be alone. I'm alone. 
okay? And I enjoy going out and doing things just like the next person. But if that person is not a natural fit for me, and honestly, a frequency match for me where I don't have to dim down my light, I'll say, in order to make them comfortable, where I can be myself. And I don't mean that to sound snooty or snobby. When I talk about light, what I mean is all the work that I've done has allowed me the freedom to feel secure and to not need constant interaction maybe. And you might have judgments as you're listening to me explain this, but basically I've done a lot of work. I would love to be with someone where I don't have to be the only teacher, right? I'm looking to co-create on a higher level now. And now I know it's okay, but I still enjoy doing things with people. I still enjoy going out to, you know, a movie every now and again. I still enjoy going and taking trips together. I enjoy, I enjoy life. I would love a partner to go paddle boarding with and to do all the outside outdoor recreation things that I love to do and also travel the world. That is super fun, right? At the same time, if one of us gets pulled in another direction and needs to be in that direction, I can be okay with that. And I would love to be with somebody who's okay with that too. And they know that we'll come back together again when it's right for both of us, right? And it might be days, it might be hours, <laughs> but we're both secure enough inside of ourselves where we're not needing to keep coming back together because I have to be with you, I have to be with you. I used to be that way, so I really understand what that's like. I really understand what that's like. The afraid of being alone part, I feel, is pretty healed within myself. And I can tell you that we make decisions in life much differently, especially dating-wise, if we're not afraid of being alone. We're no longer desperate for a date on a Friday night or a Saturday night. And remember, a lot of the things that make us feel bad, I used to have this thing feeling bad if I didn't have someone to do something with on the weekend. Like, oh my God, it's the weekend. Everyone has to have somebody to hang out with. You know what? That's not true. And that, if we believe in that though, it does make us feel bad. Now, what I want to say about the next core fear, and that is, you know, what does this say about me? What does this say about me if I don't have my Friday night date or my Saturday night, or I don't have a partner, I don't have a, a boyfriend or a girlfriend in my life? What does that say about me? Well, you know, we get real worried because again, society has said that something might be wrong with you. And I wanna also add this one. If you're a woman and you're older, like I am, there's an extra kaboom because what has our society told us about older women? Besides the fact, pardon my expression, this is pretty crude that I'm going to say, she's all dried up and she's old, basically, right? Well, I have to tell you that that's not true. <laughs> that is absolutely not true. And women, I think, are more sexy and can be much more sexy to be around when they are secure within themselves from a loving space, right? They love themselves. That's a turn on. And that would be a turn on to a mature man. That might not be a, a turn on to a, a younger man who's looking for other things. 
But if you're a man, who's looking to be with a woman who isn't playing the games and who doesn't have the wounds and carries the wounds from her seven, eight, 14, 15, 16 year old self? Well, that's a turn on, right? Being in a relationship with a woman and not a woman. I don't, I'm not sure what the, what the word is, but a healed, wise, loving, compassionate, heart, open woman. Honestly, I can't imagine what would be farther, you know, more sexy than that. What does this say about me? Getting back to this, because this is, you know, the society, the friends, the families, if we just can't keep a relationship. And also it plays with us, the age thing, because if we buy into what society has said about women, then we're going to be quite vulnerable and we're giving our power away a lot to that. And it is a program. It is a program to believe that when you're old, you're discarded and you're useless. Well, guess what? We're changing the game and I'm changing the game for sure. And I invite you feminines who are listening to this podcast, change your game. Let's change this game forever. And let's actually turn this into loving connection versus possibly giving our power away to online dating. Now, I'm not telling you to stop online dating. We're having a conversation. I want to have a real conversation about what this brings up for us. And if you know this going in, if you know this before you go to that profile, you're going to experience it differently. And that's my hope here. So, you know, worrying that we're not worthy, that this really exposes this, this fear of what will others say about me? Then we might be fearful that people think that we're worthless. It really challenges what we think about ourselves. It shakes us because we want to believe we're a certain way. But part of our becoming conscious and part of our natural transformation process is to have that shaken, have the personality shaken, the ego shaken, have everything dismantled. And these are powerful words, okay? Don't let this... I'm not saying these words to to make you feel fear, but we're supposed to kind of step out of discarding the robes of who we thought we were. And we're really moving into the higher level of who we really are. We're, We're uncovering that. And that's why this can be so beneficial. I know it doesn't feel good when we're having fear around these things, but it's important. And this... The good side of this, if you want to look at transformation, is these things really challenge what we think about ourselves. To me, that's truly positive, but it's not always easy going through it, okay? I can remember, too, the being afraid, you know, being afraid of being alone really challenges what if I never find another. That has been a big one for me. That definitely has. Because the more covers you heal, um, the more layers you you tend to heal or you uncover or you move away from. And it doesn't have to be a long, long journey anymore. These energies are going to help you once you make a decision about your intention, who you want to be, where you want to go, what you want to experience, all these things. Let me tell you, now is the time. Way back when I started this interpersonal journey back in 2011, 12, you know, another awakening in 2016, I mean... Things have shifted so much that just by listening to this podcast, you're going to make changes already. I wanted to offer that. All right. We really have to let go. It's time 
for us to stop allowing others, the world, define who we are. It's time to stop giving our power away to others. When we enter the ring of online dating, we put up the best pictures that we have. This platform can really, I mean, from an energetic standpoint, this platform isn't the most honest. Online dating isn't seated in honesty. It's really seated in trying to manipulate things so that you choose me. And when we play in those dense, darker energies, it's natural that our denseness and our darkness within ourselves our fears, our anxieties will be brought to the surface. We basically put up pictures, we talk about ourselves, and if people don't think we're cool, we get hurt, we get rejected. Well, I want to say this, we're doing this. It's on us. We are the ones that are taking action to participate in what can feel like nonsense sometimes, right? Because what ends up happening in that moment? It reconfirms, it re-triggers for us all of the insecurities that we have anyway. That is an example of taking our power and handing it over to a man, a woman, whatever, whoever is on the other side of that computer screen or the phone. My experience is we never really know a person until we spend a lot of time with them. You might get good feelings just in the first meeting or the second meeting that, whoa, if I had seen this more clearly, if I had known this, I wouldn't have met this person for coffee or a hobby or a dinner, whatever. Well, we're giving our power away in this moment when we make a decision to go into the online dating world. And this is really important because as a woman, I want to appeal to all the feminines listening to this. It's time for us to tell the world who we are. It's time for us to show the world who we are to show the love interest in our life. It's time for us to show them. And in order for that to happen, we have to know ourselves. We can't promote ourselves, I guess. Let me, let me use it like that. You can't promote something you don't have an understanding about. And that's the bottom line. If you don't know yourself, how do you explain yourself to another person? And so part of what we feel when we go into the online dating arena is we feel a disconnection from self. We hope we're this way. We hope we like this. We hope this, we hope that. And oftentimes this putting ourselves into these energies leaves us feeling bad, rejected, frustrated, disappointed, very frustrated, right? If this is your only way of trying to find a partner in your life, I promise you, this is not going to always feel good. There's no way it can because of what the game has become. So if you want to up-level yourself in your life, you're probably going to look for other avenues to start becoming more social and meeting people. And what I will say is you have to listen to your heart. Maybe you start volunteering for something. But if you're volunteering for it because let's say that you're looking for somebody who's extremely wealthy. And so your idea is, oh, I'm going to go do this because that's where a lot of wealthy people hang out versus oh, what I'd really like to do is 
learn how to mountain bike and, and you know, um, meet somebody in the mountain biking because wouldn't that be cool, right? If that's what your heart is calling you versus your mind is like, yeah, but you, need, you really want someone to bring in wealth. I'm going to appeal to you and say, it's time to get real. It's time to get authentic. It's time to get aligned with your heart. The universe is going to support you when you make heart-based decisions versus fear. And making a decision from your mind only, right? That logical space and place of, ooh, I need to pay the bills. That can be really connected to all of your money fears. I need a man to help me be successful. I need a, and this is just for women, right? I need a person, another person. I mean, there are plenty of men out there who feel like they need a woman to help them be successful. It goes both ways. But ladies, you know, and I'm speaking to the ladies right now because we have the opportunity to change this. But you know what? I'm going to include everybody, men, all of us. We have the opportunity to change this. How do we do it? By connecting to our real self, our authenticity self, getting more comfortable with letting things go, seeing our valuable spots, learning to become our own best friend, walking this path, being brave enough to actually see ourselves. There's going to be stuff we don't like. That's what it, this is part of it, people, <laughs> right? That's why you're here, believe it or not. The president of the United States should have told you that. You're here to learn how to be alone. You're here how to listen to yourself. You're here to learn how to break codependent patterns. You're here to learn what love is and how to be open-hearted and express yourself through your heart so that we can actually change the course of humanity. We're choosing love over war. We're choosing love. We're choosing unity and unification over separation, discordancies, us versus them. And I have to say that I feel like the online dating arena makes it challenging for us to feel unified because of what it is, because of what it is. Most of us know when we start to do the inner process, the inner healing work, you will know if you're desirable. You will know if you are worthy of a higher partner. You will know. It doesn't feel good when we're in the company or we're right with somebody in the company of, right? Someone who doesn't see us, someone who doesn't get us, someone who resists who we are, and I'm not blaming the other person, but I'm saying you're getting the information and it's important to pay attention to that. Instead of clawing your way to find someone who will give you the time of day, they'll breadcrumb you along the way. It doesn't feel good. And I've been in a relationship where I was everything to this human being. And then guess what? I was the opposite of that. And I was waiting for the breadcrumb and I was waiting for this and I was waiting for that. This is the best learning that I could have experienced because that helped me learn to love and to choose myself in a way that I wouldn't have had I not had the heartbreak and the experience of all of that. The illusion had to be broken because I wasn't myself that I am now back then. I would assume that's the same for this other person, right? Because we're all growing, we're all expanding, we're all moving, that's what we're here to do. And I can only speak my part. And I remember how I just waited and waited and waited 
to be approved of, to be acknowledged. And I will say, people, this is rooted in your childhood when you didn't feel worthy and you didn't feel good enough. You're playing it out on a larger arena now. That's what this is. Make a decision today that you're no longer going to continue to give your power away. Make a decision that you're gonna be more discerning when you go online if you're deciding to participate. What I want to leave you with is, I, if you could just make this one shift, if you can keep in mind that most of us are love-starved, I would say most people in that arena of online dating are love-starved. And you know what? I don't want to make it seem like people who are married are not love-starved, because that's certainly not true. Let's go higher. <laughs> Let's go to the world. Most of the world is love-starved. So it's important to be discerning about where our energy goes. What do we co-create and participate in? It's important. It's time to up the game. Remember that we're used to giving our power away to other people to say, hey, tell me if I am worthy. Tell me if I'm worth it. Tell me if I'm worth your time. If you really knew that person, you might not really want to give them your time. If you knew that person, we make up all these stories help us really promote us not feeling good until we start to do our inner healing work. That's how it goes. When you start doing your inner healing work, which I highly recommend that you walk away from this podcast. Here's what I want to leave you with. You take a break from online dating if it's not feeling good. If it's not feeling good to you and it has been frustrating and depressing and whatever word, take a break. It's okay to take a break. It's always okay to pause and take a break to reclaim ourselves. But when you take this break, start to get curious about yourself. Check out my stuff. Listen to my podcasts. Go back and listen to my older podcasts. I was working through a lot of pain back in my earlier podcasts. I was working, I was still working through that relationship pain for years, for a few years. You might really connect with a lot of what I was talking about if I'm speaking to you today. I just met somebody and they're like, I can't believe all your creations. My YouTube channel also, I used to do a lot of YouTubes. And you can change things, I promise you. And right now, as I said, these energies are magnifique for changing your life experience, which has everything to do at the core of you. It starts within and it grows into the out. That's what you're doing. And then you dictate who you're going to connect with and you know your worth. So you're not gonna put up with that action. You will start to want to up-level your interactions with other people because you're up-leveling your inner self. And always, of course, reach out to me. I can help you up-level your game. <laughs> I can help you up-level your game 100%. You will get all cleaned up. You will get more secure. You will become confident. You will feel sexy again. Why? Because you are powerful beyond your knowing. You have just been told that you weren't powerful in this life. And it starts very young. And there's nothing against the caretaker. There's nothing against the world. Thank you, world, for showing me what it is that I needed to discover for myself. And that's what this is. So let's start loving on ourselves by doing the good work so that we can actually become 
a higher version of ourselves and emanate from a place of love, neutrality, right? Have compassion for ourselves in the journey, the hero's journey that we have been on. Have compassion and also take action for yourself because you deserve it. So that's where I'm gonna leave it. Wow, much longer. So I hope this was helpful. Love to you all. If you have any questions or what I'd like to say is, hey, if you wanna hear a podcast, you have an idea, send it my way. I love it. Yeah, this was just, this just came up recently. I'm happy to do them. Everyone, it's time to start putting the attention and the love on yourself. That's how we change all of this, the world, and we change online dating. <laughs> all right, love to you all. Have a good week and I'll talk to you soon.